This is Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And tonight we have The Walking Dead. This is episode 14 of season 8. Uh, this was called um, Still Gotta Mean Something. Which I think this is like a sequel to another episode. Gotta Mean Something. something Feels like that, that way. I feel like it did. Uh, the name... It rings kinda, a bell from a Carl episode. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the name really kind of made me feel like... Are we talking about Walking Dead in general? Oh, is this... <laughs> <laughs> is this meta? <laughs> uh, before we get started, guys, Cash wasn't with us tonight. He had an alternate gig. A lot of people don't know it, but he he works for a radio station, does disc jockey, all that kind of stuff. So he had a little thing, but uh, he'll be joining us uh, for sure next week. But um, So it'll be Jake and I. But uh, what do you think of the episode overall, man? This was the second... We got two episodes less this season. Uh, highly confusing. Um, <laughs> you'll have to explain this timeline to me, but uh, whoa, 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 timeout, timeline. <laughs> we don't work on those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking about night and day, twenty-four <laughs> hours. No, we do different stuff on this show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't a huge fan of this one. Um, there's some parts I thought were cool, but a lot of it I was. Unfortunately, it focused on a couple storylines that I'm over. Well, we've been beating to death on. Yeah. Uh, this episode showed me uh, some really good acting chops out of a few people we knew could already act. Um, it had a couple scenes that were a real surprise, which was nice. But also had a few scenes that were supposed to be surprising, but also completely dumbfounding at the same time. Um, so I have a really mixed bag on the episode. Some parts were, like I said, um, overall, I wouldn't call it a terrible episode, but I wouldn't call it a great episode. It was kind of middle of the road for me. It, uh, but again, it has just normal kinks in it. And, but uh, it did show some different things. And some, it led to some, some intriguing things that we've talked about before. Gave more credence to it. So when we get to those, it'll have something good to talk about. But uh, other than that, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I don't, I don't want to say I hated the episode because I, I didn't. I just, I'm I'm really struggling with the show because what they're deciding to focus on, I'm, I'm over it. Or a lot of it is like replayed storylines, recycled, baby. Yeah. So I'm, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know uh-huh. if they can offer us something new or, I don't know what they can do at this point. I'm just kind of <laughs> over it. All right. Well, the episode starts off with, um kind of surprised me we have gunfire and we have jadis kind of you know running uh and sees this fellow on the ground um and does what i consider a very smart thing you know and talk about looking the part man you know dumps this body over to drop stuff on him and gets in this most awkward position ever to be play dead but it looked good to me. I mean, I I, I like this. I I was always curious that the, you know how she got away by herself and how this happened and why she was in a white gown when they found her another episode. So I kind of appreciated they gave us this little tidbit. I really did. Okay, so maybe the timeline's not screwy as I thought, because um, I was nearly one hundred percent sure that was Negan. She was hiding underneath that tarp. It was his pants, his boots. Almost 100% sure that was Negan she was hiding. <laughs> no, I, I never thought that for a second. I want to go 
turn the episode on right now <laughs> and get your opinion. Uh, I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but that didn't even cross my mind. And then when she lifted him up and dumped him over, he had longer hair. Did, uh, I didn't yeah. show this person. It gave me enough, but yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see somebody that looked like that's Negan. Then who is this? And it's why just one is of she her, hiding it? One of her garbage pail people. Why is she covering this person in tarps? I really so don't know. Found? I really don't know. I thought it made me, to me, it would make more sense if they're both laying there. You know, I don't know. It didn't bother me. You know, I just, I see what she was saying. I think it was naked. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm saying. No, uh, okay. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what you thought was, you know, whatever. Why, I'm just saying I didn't they, have that inclination whatsoever. Why did they replay this? Um, that is a great question. I mean, to me, I was happy they did because they answered my confusion from another episode when Simon said bullshit and kills them all. Light them up, you know. But um, and why she was in a white gown? But why they played it this episode? I guess it was just to show her the guy spitting on her and just saying, you know, you played a game and you lost, and you know, just to show that where her mindset is is that but you know we, it's all already, her fault. We already knew her mindset. I mean, I. I, I'm with you. To me, it's answering the question for the person who wanted to know how she was in a white gown and how she got away with this is the only person who survived. You know what I'm saying? That answers that question. Why they showed it now it, is just uh, brings up another question. I'm telling you, and I'm not bullshitting you, that I think that's Negan that she covers with tarps. All right. Well, we can pull it up on the DVR in just a second. Because remember... She pulls up to the car and gets him in the car and then knocks him unconscious with a gun. Correct. Which they showed on the previously Oh, on. yeah, previously on Walking Dead. And then it steps into all the gunfire, her hiding this person that I'm almost 100% sure is Deacon under some tarps. For what reason? The only reason I never thought anything like that is because she wasn't wearing the plaid shirt. She was in her black wardrobe, which you, last time you saw was during the gun battle. So that immediately made me think of what timeline it was and never thought twice that that was Negan or whatever even came to that situation because she was I, never dressed that way. I don't disagree with you. I just, I want to know who the person is they put under the tarps and why. Just cannon fodder. One of her own. We're going to have to watch this, obviously. Right. As soon as we're done recording, we'll put okay. it on there. And we'll put it in the show notes if, for anybody out there. If Jake's a moron or if I'm a moron. I'm probably a moron. But you got to understand, this is some of the reason why the episode upset me. Yeah. Because this, the timelines don't match, if that's the case. Oh, well, yeah. No, if it's Negan, the, the, the whole thing's foobar. Yeah, because the whole part where Rick gets Negan off the... Yeah, no, you know, foobar. The convoy and stuff. <laughs> foobar. No sense. Yeah, foobar. So. Um, all right, so we get to the situation now where she goes over there and grabs Negan and, you know, pulls him on these little this homemade gurney with little wheels on it. And all he keeps saying is, what the shit, man? What the shit? Which I was giggling pretty good. Uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan, I, I, I got to give him kudos. You know, a lot of his stuff was really good. I, let me give kudos to this actress because... My God, she looks so much better. Oh, yes. She looks super legit with this outfit and not the straight bowl cut. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a clean pair of jeans and a flannel shirt changing somebody's 
complete and putting your hair into a uh, you know a bun a, 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 well no a ponytail you know game changer yeah I mean just complete game changer I I totally respected this character a lot more just from the look <laughs> yeah um, now given she only said you know 27 words this episode and not any of them more than six at a time yeah know. it was kind of strange she had a uh, she had a moment where she reverted back to the old she style did. of talk yeah, no plan no, no plan. plan no plan you know yeah um, yeah, so that, that whole thing, let's just go ahead and knock her whole situation That's out. That's fine, yeah. Fine. Um, so we get to the part where now Negan is rolled out in the middle of this open area. There's what looks to be plastic on the ground. Now, did you catch that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yet there was water puddles in the plat. I didn't catch that whole deal, why there was oh, no. a sudden water hole there for oh, no, the flare no. to roll into. Oh, even when he starts pushing himself on the, um... Yeah, the little gurney. No, it's what are they what are they called the. You crawl under cars with them. Uh, oh, uh, creeper. Creeper. Yeah. So he's he starts rolling the creeper clearly through dirt. Yeah. I just um I was very confused because when you first see this scene you see this, and it didn't make sense why it was wet. Okay, because everything was fucking dry, yeah, everywhere. Super just dry. where he was, was not. And there was a water puddle here, which we just said a second ago. And like you said, when he's crawling away, it looks like he's going through dirt and mud. Um, she's got wood, and then she's got salt, and she's going to put the bat in the wheelbarrow. Um, and he's talking about the smell. He's talking about, you know, what is what the shit is that, you know. And he's wrapped up with some pretty good gauge, you know, uh, wire like you would use for barbed wire without the barbs on it. Um, she comes back. With this double-sided shopping cart. By the way, did you notice that it was handles on both sides? Which I've never seen yeah. one like that before. Um, with a walker that was... It's impaled through its head with like a sword, it looks like. It does. And I, it didn't... The walker didn't make sense to me. Well, it's <sighs> bent backwards like a snake, kind of. Yeah. You know, where it's like rolled up like a yoga pose. Um, and then it's heads impaled with, like I said, like a sword through the pole or something. Yeah, it, it just... Something's I mean, holding its head up there. It looked like Conan the Barbarian sword holding its head yeah. in the right spot in the middle. And I was like, um, that kind of defeats the point of how a walker survives with this. I wasn't sure what she was doing with this. And not only that, why, why was it like all like covered in mud all one color like it's been barbecued for a little bit or something and none of it, it just didn't i don't know i mean the i get, I get they were going for an effect i do um but you know to me i always look at it of how would you get this how would you make this you know what i mean like i love when they came up with that one that had the helmet with the spikes coming out of it everywhere yeah. i was like that is a cool ass concept where you can't get to that and everything that was great you know um all these little really cool like that. This one didn't quite make as much rhyme or reason. Its head was completely immobile. Yeah, no. You'd like, you couldn't even put, bite you. You would have to push somebody into it. Yeah, exactly. So, and he's laying down. And tied down. And he, it, So, it couldn't lean down to him. No. I don't know what was going on here. I really don't. And, you know, and Jeffrey Morgan's over 200 pounds. I mean, he's a big fella. And I, you ain't lifting him up. Just to go right into, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I just don't. I did not see any threat to this thing, as you can tell when she decides to push it towards him, and he's blowing holes through it. It's still just sitting there, and he could sit there and still smoke a cigar. That thing will never get close to him. Okay, so what do you think about the? 
convenience that the flare and the gun were left on the ground. It was absolutely horrible. Within within five feet of him. Absolutely asinine horrible. I, this is this this is where you have cool scenes with actors who are not on the screen together until now. I, you know what I'm saying? Why like this is their this is their first real deal interaction. Why would the gun be there? And not only that, bag of guns, plural. And, you know, it just blows my mind that, you know, uh, you weren't going to do this if you had a bag with guns sitting here. And it's like, tell me this. How did he start? How did he spark that flare? Because you have to take the cap off with the other hand and strike it. I'm less concerned with that than I am. I'm just putting it out there. I understand, but it's just. I'm just putting it out there. As soon as I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done those road flares before. They're they're not easy. I I don't know what this was. And then the gun, of course, he shoots. Okay, so and then to make things worse, she decides to bum rush him with the the walker too, and then jump over the walker and jump over the walker onto him. He shoots five times, hitting the walker all five times. And now he's empty. He's empty after five rounds. Mm-hmm. Do, doesn't even try to shoot her, which. That just blows my mind in the first place. It's like, why didn't he just lean the wrist over a little bit more and drop her like she's hot? Well, that's the thing, though. Is I'm not sure he wanted to shoot her. True. I'll give you that. Um, you know, this whole conversation he's having, you know, about giving his word and stuff like that, He, it doesn't seem like he wants to kill her. He wants to make it right based on what he knows now his, his lieutenant yeah, well, has done. Exactly, because, you know, he's holding these pictures hostage and he's talking about Lucille. And he throws this nugget out here of Lucille my, was my wife's name. And Did she they kept show me, the pictures? Did I miss that? Was she looking at the pictures or something? She Well, you didn't get to see what the pictures are. You, you No, she's holding the pictures after this. How did the pictures get on the ground next to him? It was in the bag with... Road flares. Like okay. she was planning on the bag okay. was she's leaving. That's her go bag. That's her leaving. Okay. Thus the helicopter showing up. All right. What do we think about this helicopter riding up? And he's what the shit? What the shit? You know. I I don't know. Um, we've seen it once before. Correct. And, and we've heard we had the nugget from Simon of you got solar panels and a helipad back there. So that's been in there. And she knew what time it was coming. Right. She, she was literally looking at her yeah. watch. So, I have no idea. No clue. I mean, I, I really don't know either. I don't know what this is leading to. don't know what this is about. I don't know if this is a roundabout or whatever. I mean, the I'll, weird nugget about the helipad being back there. Um, what did this place used to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's some weird underlying stuff they're throwing in there. But I don't know if it's going to lead to anything. You know, I'm, here's my... I've been thinking about this. You know, we saw the chick that came in with the white coat. You know what I mean? And the, the two groupies in the big raised van. What was her name? Um, oh, gosh. Oh, I don't remember her you name. Know, you know, she wore the glasses. Um, her, you know, the helicopter thing, all this stuff like that, it really makes me feel like, you know... In the comic book, there's some time jumps, some different things happen, and then we, you know, there's some new groups we meet up, and this woman is similar to a character in this new group, you know? It makes me feel like if you're a comic book reader, if you know what I'm talking about, that they're going to bypass the next story jump or time jump and merge everything into moving forward 
which is very concerning to me. I wasn't here to talk to you about this lady in the van, but she is a little too comfortable. Like, oh, yeah. she seems protected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she has a laissez-faire attitude. Yeah, she has a, a care in the world. Like, I'm so, not worried. If this woman is attached somehow to the helicopter group or something like that, I have no idea. But it would make sense that, you know, she's under heavy guard even though you don't think so. True that. You know what I mean? Who knows? I don't know. They're throwing a lot of stuff at us this this half season, and I'm guessing it's supposed to build up to something in the future. You know, I want to care more, but I, I don't feel like the breadcrumbs are near big enough. Here's my thing. The show's ratings are plummeting. They have hit rock bottoms for the series, you know, on a whole. We're about to end season eight. Myself, I'd be amazed if it's more than season nine. But if it is a season 10 that, you know, introduces the possibility of a more civilized world that they're creating. Mm-hmm. That seems like the way this show should wrap, I guess. Right, like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Right, so <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me if they're now laying the groundwork to wrap this entire show up. I could see that totally. I mean, you got to think these a lot of these actors have been on this show for a long time. Yeah, uh-huh. and like I said, the show's ratings just aren't that good anymore. Yeah, they yeah. have a better show right now on the network that. Tomorrow night. Or actually tonight. Monday night. Monday night. The terror is legit, by the way. Um, if you haven't watched into that, you need to. It is... It's it is one ed- hour of setup, for sure. One first hour is definite setup, but you're so intrigued and it's so beautifully shot that you're so interested. It's got great acting. And then the second hour is f- solid tension and Reveal. cool payoffs and yeah, stuff like that. A lot of cool reveals. Just to be fair, just so you understand, I love Walking Dead to Death. You know, we're struggling with the show right now, but I still love it. I love the comic book. I love the concept. I love everything about it. And, you know, die hard forever. But I will tell you, when you watch The Terror, or you watch a couple shows on Netflix, or you watch an HBO produced like Westworld about to come up, you're going to see the difference when it comes to an overall storyline that is completely thought out well. Gives you Easter eggs, gives you nuggets, reveals, payoffs, just like that, and flows where you want to be able to continue to watching every second, and it's going to piss you off. You have to wait another week. You know, it's just that kind of stuff. And right now, the terror and these other shows like that are giving you that where The Walking Dead is not. The Walking Dead is just counting on you being a diehard fan like yourself just to continue to watch it because you're a completionist or you want to see how your your character you're attached to what happens to them the overall story is not the compelling part anymore you only care about the characters you fall in love with when the reality of it is like you watch the terror you're going to really enjoy the story and then you're going to be blown away by actors that are just delivering right and left right and left right and left right we're in a gluttony of material out there to watch there is just so much good stuff that if you are a middle-of-the-road show, that's how you'll be treated. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like I feel like the only people still watching Walking Dead are the diehard people. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the you know 
light fan of the show has already left. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's the huge drop in the numbers is the people that no longer care. You know what I mean? Well, like, they, yeah. they've lost characters they give a damn about, or the story, which has been not great, is just, you know, they don't feel the need. I know diehard fans, even, that I figured were diehards, they have not even watched this season. They're just recording them. And just, binge it at once. Just plan to binge it at some point. We've had so many people that we, we we've been doing Walking Dead for years, and this year has been the more apparent where we have like consistent people who email us, call us, text us, and social media stuff like that that have just said, "I'm done." Yeah, they're done. That that and so on and so to me, fans that are so into the show that they listen to podcasts and go to comic cons and different things of that nature for us to tell, just tell us point blank. I didn't watch it. I'm done. I, I just, or, you know, I'll never forget the line, you know, is that I, I'm, I just feel dumber when I watch it. And, and, you know, when there's so much else good out there to be watching, you know, and so that is the characterization we're getting. And that's from at least a quarter of the fans we talk to that are, like you said, we consider diehards, you know, um, I think the show still has promise. I just think that the decisions they have made for the last year and a half, especially two years, have been purely towards ego and uh, contributing factors of lawsuits behind it. And, you know, just uh, we're going to do what we do and this is a cash cow and who gives a damn, you know? And I just, the recycled you know, plot lines just get, old. yeah, they've got, they're, they're beating us to death, you know? And let, let's go into a recycled plot line. Let's talk about Morgan and Carol. Oh I mean, right, that has got to be the most beaten to death the horse is freaking ashes it's been beaten so hard yeah. with the whole deal of him clear not clear killer not killer i'm confused i'm seeing things i'm better i'm not better i'm not right carol the same thing over and over again you saved me no you saved me that didn't wasn't me i mean just backwards and forwards and backwards for and it was just it just blows my it just blew my mind this entire episode that we're watching Carol splitting lumber, wood, whatever you want to you know. And one of the worst swings on that last one. It barely touches the thing. It barely touches, but not only that, it's all back. I mean, somebody need to talk to the girl. Okay. You're talking about two country, you know, boys who have split with lumber and logs for a long time and you know, the axe does the work or your mall does your work and you bend at the knees. That stuff that they were doing right there, I was like Please take that out of our hands. Well, first off, I've never split wood with an axe before. Yeah, it's, it's just... an all every time. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, hey, kudos for whatever her doing it though. You yeah. know what I mean? Kudos. But, but Ezekiel, you know, I don't care about Henry. You know, I'm going to go look for Henry. I'm not going. I'm staying here with Maggie. And then to turn right around and goes, well, I'm going with Morgan. I was confused. And then of course later she says, well, I was really coming to watch for you. You know? Okay, I get that. But then we get into the whole, uh, you know, hey, we'll go this way, or hey, look, let's look to the left over here, and let's look at, you know, Chekhov's list of there's a stick that's stuck through a walker. You know, Henry's staff is stuck through this walker. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, 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 I'm sorry. If you're going out there in the woods and you're going to try to find somebody, you find they find an apple that's eaten. They find a walker that has a stone crushed in its head. Then they go down to the street and see a herd, and then they see a guy with Henry's stick sticking through it. And then they separate, and then Carol finds a bloody shoulder pad. A shoulder pad or knee pad, whatever it is, like there's so on, and then hears screams. I just don't see the odds. Well, this. At least they showed beaten down tall weeds. It will be easier to track people in this 
terrible future because <laughs> yes. no one's cutting grass. No one's maintaining anything. So, yes, you can follow a basic path that somebody's run through. I'll, I'll give that a little bit. But the problem is there's herds of walkers. There's walkers everywhere. They're making paths, too. You know what I mean? It's like... What counts for one could count for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, it's very convenient to find any of this stuff. I mean, I know they're probably heading in the right direction, they think. But the fact is, there's there's all directions. He could go anywhere. Yeah. He's embarrassed. He's upset that he caused this breakout and stuff like that. I mean... I don't think he would go anywhere he wants to be found. Yeah, to me, a child like that just goes and hides somewhere so he doesn't get found. Not that he was actually in any direction of towards the people yeah. or just that are so on. I don't think he would try to hunt the people that escaped. No, well, it did kind of prove it a little bit too is that, um, you know, Morgan went this way, ended up where the saviors are, and she went this way, ended up where he was. You know what I mean? So, Well, she tells him, she says, the path looks like it leads to. This way to Henry, to and, Henry, and you already know what's going to be there when you find it. You know, yeah, um, not, not much hope for Morgan there. You know? But they have flip flopped these two characters' emotional states so much now that I'm barely paying attention to this. Now the thing is, what sucks is this is two phenomenal actors going to town on the screen. Yeah, they're both chewing it up, excellent, delivering it like you know, it's and unreal, it, and it's and it should be great, but. I'm over this plot, over it completely. Dare I say that it's time for new blood? The The idea that I would ever say I've had my fill of Carol would just floor me. And I don't feel like I've had enough of Carol. But Morgan, I, I guess I'm glad he's going to fear the walking dead because... I'm not. I'm concerned now based on what they've shown us this season... What is he going to be for them? Is he going to be another? You know, is he going to be another head case for them? Yeah, is this before I, he has to turn into clear? Is this I don't after? watch that show, so I don't care. Well, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, is that if you're a Fear of the Walking Dead person, which I watch the show, are you bringing in the before clear or the after clear? Oh, it's definitely the after. I think I'm not so sure. I think it's after this. Well, then the other one would have to do a several year time jump. Well, I wouldn't surprise you at all, would it? It wouldn't, but I'm just saying, like, it's going to have to be one or the other. It's either going to be what Morgan was doing before they found him in Clear, or they're going to. It's going to be after this. To me, to me, to keep Morgan on The Walking Dead, you make it where he's all part of their show prior to his Clear. You can't keep Morgan. Rick has to look at this and be like. You can't stay. You are <laughs> your damaged goods. broken, yeah. son. You are done. I mean, he's not safe. He's the T one hundred right now, man. He almost stabbed Rick. <laughs> it took him a minute to realize. Oh, you're Rick. And he said, "I'm not right." Uh, That's when Rick should have just said, "Look at the flowers," yeah. and just been like. Instead, he pointed him in the direction of yeah, death. Exactly. So, whatever. You know, <laughs> I, like I said, I'm over them, so I'm not even going to dive too much in on their story. No, yeah, the, the whole deal. Carol finds Henry fine. All Tells right. him you can survive. I was wrong. I'm like, he was five seconds from death. Yeah, 
Hitting, Scr- crying for help. Yeah. Um, you know, again, Carol dives into the water, pulls a knife out, and easily dispatches three watchers. Ice is like, three. Ice is, and they are grown men that can't handle a single walker taking them to the ground. I just want the walking dead people to understand. I love Carol. Okay, I do. She ices these three, and it was fine because they're slow. They're meandering. She takes one out. One's already looking for the kid. By the time one turns for the next one, she puts the knife in it. I was 100% fine with this. But don't show me the next episode a full-grown man or somebody else who who gets to succumb to one or two, you know, because he's, ah, it falls and his throat's getting eaten out. Yeah. Um, just don't. We're going to get to the point where we can talk about this here in a second. Oh, yeah, several times. But uh, just to finish up, Carolyn and Henry, whatever, you know, they hug it out, gone. Um, let's. Just, I want to talk about this one point because this shit, I was just like, okay, I don't know what thing. They all return at the end, okay? I know we're bypassing the part, but it's okay. Henry's there. Morgan shows up covered, you know, he's got blood all over and all that stuff. And we have this strange shoulder tapping moments. I counted it. it was over eight times they touched shoulders. I was like, okay, all right. I don't know who in the editing department didn't remind them that you can stop touching each other. It's starting I, to get awkward. I forgot it. There's a few uh, sketchy edits in this episode. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, literally scene to scene to scene. Yeah. You know, or like, or cut to cut where you could tell like, Oh, that that was a redo. That was a re you know a reshoot, reshoot, reshoot. Yes, uh, because all of a sudden this would be uncovered, or she's handing him. Well, oh man, I can't remember what it is now. But yeah. there was a couple of those this episode. I was like, oh man, they missed that a little bit. Yes, um, yes, they did. But yes, the odd shoulder tapping thing, and then I like Morgan taking his hand off his shoulder, <laughs> like never apologize to me. <laughs> I'm a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Um, I, I love when he first grabs me, grabs him by the collar, and he's like, I'm going to make sure you're not the one that's got the stab through the throat yeah, here. I like, yeah. I like he's the one he's like, shake this thing. Yeah. Is this real? Yeah. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't think I don't think Morgan even sees people anymore. Uh, it's 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 sketchy. It's sketchy. Um, all right, there was one quick scene. Tara and Daryl, you know, Daryl got another speaking part. Um, and Tara's like, you know, everybody got hit. They, they're sick. I'm not, you know. You know, you get a pass for that. You don't give him a pass for that. He know? clearly shot me with a clean arrow. Yeah. I, I don't... We already had this argument. Why are we rehashing this again? This is a recycle of a conversation we had last episode. Look, man. You follow? I don't think they know what to do with these two. I mean, Daryl legitimately needs just to stay inside. Um, He's messed up several times. He should be on guard duty. You know I mean? I... <laughs> He should be babysitting little ass kicker. I, he keeps screwing up. Uh, yeah. Um, um, but I don't. I don't know. Whatever. I, th- th- this is all set up because them two are obviously going out on their own to do something, right? Um. And so, if we get back to Morgan and Rick, oh please, let's do that. All right. They find the path to this bar that Rick has interrogated the nice guy yeah. on top about. Mr. Nice Guy who's like If you could just kill this many don't, you don't, need. You know, don't kill them all. You know, some of them were gonna make the decision to stick around and be good people and he's like, see what I can do. Yeah. Oh he said, he said <laughs> what was his you, could, you could show them. And he'd be like, Yeah, I guess I could. 
And he walks yeah. off. Yeah, I was like, like <laughs> that's a cold shoulder. The only thing missing was him holding the finger up as he's walking away. Yeah. <laughs> just like behind his back, yeah, his fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> just right over the shoulder. You know, yeah. just, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I think of your uh, saving people. Yeah. Um, Again. So they run up on a severed foot and a severed hand. And then they get stealth blasted in the head. Yeah, okay, before we get there, you go back to that timeline thing. Rick, okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. So Morgan and Carol leave. This is the next morning. She's chopping wood. They decide to leave because they're going to go looking, right? So they've been out there. Rick goes to have the conversation with Michonne, and he's like, I'm leaving. And she's like, no, you're not. You know, you need to read this letter. And they go, you know, basically he's not ready, da, da, da. So he sticks around. Well, then later... He goes out there and talks to, you know, a.k.a. number one, I'm Mr. Nice Guy, wavy hair, prisoner. Rick is on full sprint to get ahead of Morgan. Please tell me that how, yeah, I mean, like. Uh, the only thing I think of is that. Morgan was, was slow Morgan searching was looking around. for Henry first. And just came to the pond. And Rick. Like, Rick had a straight destination to go to. I'll give you that. Morgan's actually tracking. I'll give you that. Um, I'll give that slight edge. True, and plus Morgan was going towards what he perceived was the trail the saviors were headed towards, and so it's—I don't know—I just thought the, there was there was hours of difference when they left and they converged. But, but that's not to mention the fact that these guys escaped in the middle of the night the night before. They have what do you think? Minimum six hours head start. Correct. And they just stop at this bar apparently. Well, not, not only that, I mean, <sighs> they've already severed a foot and a hand, fresh. You know what I mean? So they were moving real slow to where they got to. Correct. Okay. Anyway, whatever. They get knocked out. No, no, no. That, that's. I'm sorry. That that pissed me off when you have the uh, stealth Rick become stealth knocked out. I mean, I'm sorry. They're if in the wide open. They're not even like. Yeah, you walked out of the tree line to yeah. see a car in a parking lot with limbs on the ground. You turn your head to the right to look, and before you can turn left, somebody was able to run and just take you down and supposedly knock you smooth out. Yeah. That just, uh, stop it. Just stop. To yeah, me, it's better for somebody to raise a gun and say, drop what you got, and then hit him over the head with the butt of it. You know what I'm saying? Th- this tackle out of a jump shot, when you're in this wide open, I'm sorry. You would have heard anybody huffing over there to take you out. But it was also unnecessary to knock him out. It was. Just have him come out with a machine gun facing him. That's what I'm saying. Like, put a gun on him. Like, drop your guns. You know, yeah, da, da, da. They could have been hiding behind other cars or dumpsters and, like, popped yes. up and, like, drop it, Rick. You know what I mean? Exactly. Simple as that. But it's they a, had to do the stealth knockout. I don't know why. That was a waste. Absolute waste. You know, like, they're trying to surprise us, like, holy crap. You know, but I'm sorry. You know, Ninja Gaiden was not out there to take Rick down. Okay? Yeah. And you have the T-100 Morgan right there. He wouldn't have allowed that. You know, He would have detected that sense. You know, I can't to, die. <laughs> exactly. I'll knock uh, the bullets out of the air with my staff. <laughs> so they're in this bar, and Rick's tied up to what looks to be a fence in the bar. This mm-hmm. is one of those like Texas Roadhouse like, okay. partitions. Uh, how long was that out? You know, Long the, enough the, to get us in there. Yeah. Or long enough to get in here or something. Um, you know, and so they're looking at these people bleeding out on the floor. You know, oh, they have like rags wrapped around their skin. Yeah, and I'm like, um, and they're coughing and they're turning gray. Why there's even a debate here? You know, maybe the guy with the hand. 
The guy with the foot. Ice him. <laughs> yeah. Do this man a favor. Dragging him back. Do this man a favor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you don't want to be the Jimmy, one guy I, in the I love you, dude. Contest. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hobble from a walker fast enough. <laughs> we don't have prosthetics for you, Jack. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this um, worked out for Maggie's dad. Um, but See, this is the crap that bothers me. All right. Now, think about this. When we were very first introduced to Dwight, his... Um, the, the two women he was with, you remember they were hiding in the woods and that you saw a group of saviors come in and you don't get to see them above their head, their neckline. Remember? Yeah. This is where the guy walks into the random walker. Right. And gets his arm bit, takes a belt, wraps around his arm, cuts his own arm off. And then they go there and goes, yeah, we'll have to get that looked at like that. Everybody was cool collective knew they had a mission. This has happened. This is what you have to do. These I guess this is the amateur group that doesn't know what, what, how. Does it match <laughs> with what they've shown you in the past of these are Billy Badasses? And then you've got these guys. Evidently, these were the ones carrying the groceries for these jokers back in the day, I guess. It, it makes no sense. There was, I mean, why they're even in there having a conversation? You know, I get it. Hell, Simon said he's going to kill us. 38 bullets, da 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 and so on. That's got nothing to do with the guys on the ground that are bleeding out. Yeah, they were like, after all we've been through, you know, these are like my friends and stuff like that. Like, come on, man. Y'all have lived in this world long enough. You, you know, know what you're, you know what's going on right now. Yeah, so that that's another example where continuity of when you introduce the saviors versus these hobos. And it makes about, no sense. He picks up a mic stand to beat these guys to death with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a new weapon for you. You couldn't. Cut their throat or something. I mean, you couldn't stab them. Yeah, really. Am I got a blade? I'm going to beat you to death with this mic stand. <laughs> I'm uh, like, good God, man. All right. It's dark. <laughs> Give him a few beers off the bar. <laughs> oh. All right. So here's my next question for you. Rick's had the conversation. I gave you my word. You know, we, there's a chance for you guys. Da, 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 da. And. Believe it or not, long-haired Dick is the only one who real is actually right. <laughs> Which, oh, did you believe Rick for a second on this? Part of me did. Part of me was like, okay, he could bring him back because I'm expecting this guy to turn. I'm expecting Rick to turn over. You know, knowing what we know, no but one would think what Carl's not, saying. Not until he reads the letter from Carl. I give you that. And I, and I was like, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I don't know what the Walking Dead wires are ever doing. So, yeah. So he says all this, talk like that. And so Morgan, you know, I'm the T-1000. Your bullets don't hurt me. Um, I don't die. Starts hollering. Save your bullets. You're going to need them for the herd that's coming. I've already killed you. <laughs> yeah. Everybody turns. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the smile. Rick's over there, like, hey, shut the fuck up. Man. Yeah, I mean, really, man. I had him on the ropes. <laughs> I had him on the ropes. So you opened your damn I had mouth. Ninety-five percent. Yeah, I mean, this is one long-haired I'm, douche. I was almost to the point of tell Rick, like, kill that motherfucker. And let me go, <laughs> guys. He's crazy. He's crazy. He doesn't speak for me. <laughs> You're good for me, guys. You could drop him. You know. Hey, turn that mic stand on his ass. <laughs> um. So again, all right. So the herd shows up. Um, and everybody's scared to death, you know. This is what I was talking about we could get to. Carol, easy dispatch three, no problem with a single one-handed knife. They all have a f- come apart oh, when yeah. these I mean, walkers come in. the britches everywhere. And I'll be honest, 
they showed a pretty decent shot of this bar. That's a lot of walkers coming in, and it takes a long time for them to get to Rick and Morgan. It does. So that was kind of weak. Well, they stopped at the two guys on the ground, so that was convenient that there was food in front of them. You know, Rick's like, let us loose. Give us some guns. Da, 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 da. So I thought about the guns thing. Okay, the Saviors have one M16. Then they took off Henry. Everybody else got out. So that's that one gun. Now, I know that Morgan was carrying two ARs. Yeah, okay. Rick had one. And Rick had one. So that's four assault rifles. Okay. And then Rick's python. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nobody was using the python. There all the all the all the you know the assault rifles being used. Okay. Yeah, we I wish we would have seen the scene where Rick picks the python up off some poor yeah, soul because I never saw where he got it. You well, know? he got it and greased one dude. But yeah, I know. But I would like you said I would like to seen who had it and he went and got it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, but again, so they have this moment where he's shooting. He checks his side of his AR there to see that evidently he's low on ammo, which I didn't. But I don't really think that's possible. Is that one of them <laughs> see-through models? Transparent. <laughs> there you Clips go. Or- if you if you are gun enthusiasts or don't know anything about guns, whatever, it doesn't matter. You can't just look at the side of a assault rifle, an AR, whatever you want to call it, armor light rifle, um, and just see how many rounds are left in it. It's not possible. Uh, no. um, you you have to discharge the magazine to uh, see what's in there. Even then, that's not a perfect recognition you know, because you have to know what the weight difference is of having a full ammo and so on. So that was completely a farce. Now, he could be doing that just to make the person behind him feel like he was actually checking his ammo no. as, a, as a mental perception. But to You're me, trying it, to live. To me, it was like he was trying to show this, the, the person watching the show, I checked my ammo. You know. And how about the guy he tells, go forward. Go, go ahead. I'm almost out. You know. I'm s- no. This is this is somebody who saved him, you know. Shot yep. the walker next to him, um, and the coolest part of the entire episode, in my mind, was Rick pull, looking at Morgan and giving the signal. <laughs> you ready? You ready to click on crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Flip your switch, baby. Yeah. He pulls his hatchet out and plunges it in homeboy's <laughs> neck. Man, I'm talking about. I was like, oh my god, and my wife was just like. What the F is he doing? <laughs> oh, no. I saw this. <laughs> My wife did not. And I was kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen here. And then when he plunged that thing four inches into his neck, I was like, holy crap. It went pretty dark on this. <laughs> it did, man. Uh, and he went for the neck. <sighs> I'm like, you could have easily iced him in the head. You know, uh, but you had to go into his neck. <laughs> like neck, soft shoulder meat. meeting. <sighs> I was like, hey, it was brutal. It was beautiful. I felt it. I it did. Was. I was like. Yeah, um, and then of course Morganator, uh, you know, staffs through the throat, through the head uh, again. I'm sorry, you do not penetrate the skull <laughs> with that wooden staff. I, like, what about the walker he got earlier? We went through the cheekbone <laughs> yeah. on him. Uh, it's like, yeah, I don't think those skulls really rot like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fresh human, and no, they treat skulls like rusty metal <laughs> that's already pitted sheet and, metal. Yeah. <laughs> Rusted, thin, <laughs> barn tin, thirty gauge metal. <laughs> it's, it's rusty aluminum foil. 
<laughs> Double layered. But it's, <laughs> it's nuts. Um, but yeah, so they go to town, these guys. One guy tackles Rick and is trying to wrestle his gun from him and stuff. He gets it nasty. <laughs> gets thrown into some walkers. And like, oh, that's rough. <laughs> Morgan, Morgan sees long hair, who I thought got away. Yeah, I thought he was deuces. Not running out the back door. There's no back door, apparently. He runs into pool hall, you know, parlor, I guess, or separate room, or what? Why did it have the pool cage? Uh, I really don't. I know. I know it's where you shoot pool. There was a couple pool tables there. Agreed. I with don't that. know. Maybe it was just a secure room for you know. Or it whatever. was like a bar, wasn't it? <sighs> Because he walks one way, walkers are coming. He was he behind the bar, and he got into this pool, you know, pool table area. Right, I agree with you. Um, but you know, I I don't understand the pool door. It didn't bother me. Um, no, it ended up being pretty cool. It ended up pretty cool. Um, ISIS dude. So he hits Morgan across the head with the pool stick, which any normal human would have been out, smooth out. Dude, I've accidentally hit myself in the face with the pool cue, like just dropping it on accident and whacking myself. Don't feel good. No. Don't get wrong. You could be in that adrenaline moment and this, that, or so on. And you, I'll, I'll give him all that. But anyway, so, you know, this guy tries to stab him with the pool cue. And, of course, Morgan. You like him. sticks. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he gets him off of him, kicks him, and then closes the gate, knowing there's a large group of walkers. And he grabs his shirt and pulls him to the gate where he can't remove. Pretty pretty boss move right here do you feel like you could have pushed yourself off that door based on his grip dude i ain't gonna lie i feel like i could have got through that door if there was that kind of danger behind me i want to believe that no way you could hold a shirt and prevent me from not pushing myself off that door i just don't feel that part was accurate well he was saying open the door and like begging he kept saying let me go let me let go. me out is what he was yeah, saying. Let me. But to be honest, he had three walkers behind him. I would have turned around and started just, you know, oh, gall kicking these things. <laughs> the forearm team. shivers like you've never seen yeah. before. I'm gonna use the Rick forearm shiver. Yeah, there's nothing that wouldn't let me. Stop there's a table trying. there. There's a table there. I could, you know, I'll go around the table a couple of times. I'll get on the table and start kicking. I was something. To me, the part that was like. Is me. I just felt like I'm sorry. If somebody's just got a fistful of my shirt, I can I push myself. Out. Yeah, I, I would. I would totally find. A, I could get myself off that door before they got there. I feel like I could. Uh, yeah, uh, but like I said, next you want to go test it. I want to go find the door and be like, just, I'm holding your shirt now to do something. One of those accordion doors. It's not like he latched it. As far as I can no, tell, no, he just got it across. He just pulls it across and holds it. Man, I'm going full bore at that thing. Oh. Yeah. Not like running off to it. Please let me out. I'm like, you can't stop me. I'm going through this door. If it breaks my arm, hey, going through. If it, if I'm gonna get bitten, they're coming to you too, Bubba. Yeah, you know, I'm going uh, through that door. And then uh, if it's like, if he does latch it, I'm immediately turning around and I'm gonna try to bulldoze through yeah, these walkers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a way. I mean, I just. I mean, don't get me wrong. I might die or get bit instead of so on, but yeah. I ain't gonna just sit there and let them chew on me like that. But these are soft melon heads. <sighs> I'm banging their heads together. I'm. Whatever I can, dropping bows on them. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, it's a cool scene. I, you know, we get to see it gets Noah. Get, yeah, it gets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, we've seen this scene before. Yeah, you know, to well, no, he got way less than Noah. But he did. gets he gets fish hooked. Yeah, I mean, Noah got fish hooked. He gets dude. 
his face bitten. And, that was and then he gets his back all bit up. Um, still sucks. He lived a long time. He was still screaming minute into his, <laughs> his biting episode. Um, but whatever. I'm glad this dude is toast. Yeah. You know, it's somebody, one of our fans, I forget who it was, and he brought up a good point. Um, he said he was tired of watching people get bit, even if it was three or four walkers, and that they were just succumb and they were done. You know, like they were just motionless as they're getting bit and eaten. And he was like, he's, he said he himself has seen a human being that was attacked by a group of, uh, a per, you know, like two wolves or three wolves. And you think about the bite force and the attack of a wolf, right? Okay. He said that he has personally seen a person who was attacked and they had to use a firearm to get them things gone wrong. He said, but that person had been bit over seven, t- seven times that two were tearing at him and stuff like that. And he fought them all the way for almost oh, over 40 seconds. Pure adrenaline. Yeah, and so on. So when he says, and then they used firearms to shoot at him and the wolves ran off and then he had to go to the emergency room and then it was intensive care like that. He said, 40 seconds, Zach. 40 seconds. Think about that. He said, these guys on the TV show get bitten by a couple of walkers, and they just lay there and get and get, get eaten. It's not like you die immediately. You're yeah, going to get torn apart alive. Right. And I'm sitting there thinking, this guy just got his cheek bit, and they're biting on him, and he starts to come down. I'm still fighting Throw, everything. Throwing elbows. Exactly. Even if I'm getting bit and this, that, or so on, it's, you're going you're gonna to have to work for this meal. Well, I'm just like... I'm going to fight my way out of this. I know I'm going to die. I'll end it on my own turn. Exactly. I'm not going to beat your buffet line. Yeah. I might walk out of here bleeding to death and you have to go and just succumb to something. I don't want my stomach torn apart. Yeah. I'm no just, thanks. I, I just, that part, that's what drives me. This guy brings up such a good point. You know, I'm just like, if you have the adrenaline to take a pool cue across the head and get up and still be able to engage in a fight, you have enough adrenaline to, where if somebody's biting you, even if they're tearing flesh, you're not going to just sit there and scream and take it. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, kudos, um, you know, on that. I, you know, that's the kind of fan mail, you know, we all like. As somebody who analyzes it, sees it for what it is, and so on. Um, like you said earlier, Rick, you know, finds his python, goes over there, grees his homeboy. You gave your word. I, I lied. I lied. <laughs> I lied. Bang. <laughs> Um, you know, and so the episode wraps up. Well, then by this time, Negan has got him a nice BMW and he's cruising down the street with the headlights on, you switching know. gears like fast and furious. Yeah, oh yeah. He's dropping like he's hot and, uh, just see somebody going down the road. I, mean, I, I have a great idea who this is. You look like if shit could take a shit. <laughs> All right, Negan. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, we're all pretty sure this is the chick that got away from Daryl. Oh yeah, this is. Uh, I mean Dwight. Dwight. Yeah, this is this is home chick. Um, and why they're keeping her a secret? I mean, to me, it's a you know, foregone conclusion. Why you know? We, hey, everybody pretty much knows who it is. Could be wonderful if they just pull a f- flip flop on this. You know, only thing is, if you watch the next time on Walking Dead, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's true. The preview kind of does leave you leave you astray. I mean, you get the whistling scene. He's holding Lucille. Yeah, talking to Dwight. Smoking. Yeah. Bet you're uh, surprised to see me alive. Two seconds later, we see them planning a raid with Dwight at the war room. Correct. 
And then we also see Simon, like, you know, me and some sympathetics in, in, are going to, you know, so like yeah, inside this like minded uh, individuals, you know, yeah. it's time to take Talking over to Dwight. Right. Because uh, I'm curious to see how this is going to work out. Because um, basically, Negan has walked into a situation where both his lieutenants threw up shit creek. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do about this part. But well, not only that, we only have two episodes left. So to me, no, these episodes are going to have a lot more to do. I think with Dwight and Simon than they are going to do with Rick's group. Oh, there's no doubt. This next episode is going to be nothing but about sanctuary and internal issues. Very little outside of that. Plus. Daryl and Tara. Well, not only that, guys, we hadn't even seen Aaron and their people yet. That's, and that's coming preview. too. And that's in the preview. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, people. I am very concerned that this no. is not going to be a wrap in two episodes. I told you. We're um, not getting it. If they if they bleed this out to next season, it's guaranteed. Oh. Oh. It's guaranteed already. There's no way. They can't wrap it up in a single episode. Mm. He has to deal with Simon and Dwight. Those are two massive characters as far as bad guys go. Correct. Then we got Daryl and Tara finding the gun barn. You know, the bullet barn. Correct. You know, that's another massive thing. The whole Aaron situation is like a weird side story. There's too much going on. There's no way they can wrap it up. If they do, they will be cramming things into the final episode. I'm with you. I Unless mean, they do a two-hour finale. Yeah, which I haven't heard that. I have to check, but we'll get that information for the next episode. But, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. There ain't no doubt. No doubt at all. Guys, that's the episode. I, you know, I've had the feel of it. I hope you guys enjoyed. Like I said, if we, we said something off or you agree 100%, man, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, anything like that. If you, you, know, if you haven't done it yet, subscribe to us. You know, we, we if always you saw her it. cover Negan with tarps. Like yeah, that really. If you, if you think Jake is right, and that was the Negan lookalike, you know, uh, which completely blows up the time frame, let us know. We'd love to know about it. It's uh, Bleed TV Podcast at Gmail. We get emails all the time. So don't be afraid to hit us up. We always hit you back. But uh, other than that, guys, I think we're going to call tonight, and we'll look forward to next week. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. See you all next week. Bye.